Welcome to Comic Booked. I am Matthew McLaughlin. And I am Katie Sexton. And this is the podcast where I teach Katie and you everything I know about comic book characters. One character at a time. Bring in the intro. Bring in the intro. Bring in the intro. Bring in the intro. Hey ho. Bring in the intro. Hey ho. Bring in the intro. Come on. You're a ho. calling a ho. You're a ho you ho intro. Bring in the intro. Welcome to the show, folks. Hi, guys. Here we are. Here we are. Back again to make you giggle and to learn and to feel the things <laughs> of the comic world that might confuse you and frighten you. This is a very safe space. It's a safe space. Gosh, we'll ask you ahead of time, you know, whatever you want to learn. We'll sign your waivers. Yeah. We'll put the bumpers on the bowling alley. You know what I mean? Yeah. We are the bumpers on the bowling alley of comic books. You're strapped to our chest when we fall out of the plane going oh. straight towards the ground, you know? You don't yeah. have to worry about anything except just screaming your beautiful little head off. Enjoy it. Yeah, we're going to worry about whether or not you die. And I promise you, you might not. You might not. There's capes involved here. Capes? There are spandies. Spandies. Yeah, there's great hair. And you don't really think about superheroes going bald, huh? No, they've all got really great hair. Yeah. They're all like genetic monsters. Yeah, you know? yeah. You never have someone who's like, the chemicals turn me into having telekinesis from my fingies, and now I've got dandruff. <laughs> I have severe scalp psoriasis. The only people or heroes or whatever that are affected by their own powers yeah. are the evil ones. Always. Do you know what I mean? And Always. I think that probably makes them bitter AF because sure. they don't have that shiny, glossy hair. Yeah. They don't have those hot, mm. hot, hot smarts, smarts. you yeah. know? Like, they're all extremely fuckable. Oh, God, the most fuckable. No one's going to want to fuck Superman if he's got no, a No, 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 no. Wim- women still would. Oh, you think? I think women would definitely... Okay, so you know like the Spider-Man movie, the cartoon one that you showed me, what's it called? Spider-Universe? Spider-Verse? Enter the Spider-Verse. And I was almost there. You were close. I was close. 10 points for me. That one version of Spider-Man... He's a little schlubby. Because he's voiced from Nick from New Girl. Yeah. I'm like, he's cute. Yeah. He's a cartoon, but he's cute. He's a cute cartoon. Even though he's got a belly and he's really lazy, I'm like, still Spider-Man. You got people like Adam Eve who gets big, which I thought was great. I love that. I mean, no other hero does that. Mm-hmm. No one is like, I had a rough month where just nothing happened. I solved the city. There was yeah. no crime. So I just, you know, talk about how to deal and the chalupas. And I just went to fucking town. I took my superhero powers and just went to town on the chalupa dog. Dude, once I realized that Taco Bell had vegetarian options. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that until recently. Well, technically, it's all vegetarian options because it's not real meat. But there's, Ugh. but it's some sort of animals in there, you know? Sure. It's not even ones that we should talk about. Any other flaws on these goddamn characters? Uh, I mean, like, what other minor inconvenience could they have that you just don't expect? Chafing. <laughs> All those fucking suits are so tight. Here's the thing. They got to they gotta baby powder their asses every single freaking day. Look, you can talk to animals. We get it. 
you can ride on all the fucking dolphins and that's so great. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean the seawater getting in between your bits and your thigh isn't going to make you rash up. A lot of rashes. Yeah, Yeah. that's a separate superpower, honestly. You ever go to a theme park and get sopping wet and then you're walking around for the rest of the day? Yikes. It hurts. Oof. Ouchies. Can't do it. Ouchies can't do it. I wear shorts in general and if my legs rub together at all, it hurts. It's like... A lot ah. of people hate that noise. I hate that noise too. Oh, with the legs? Just like that rubbing sound. No, yeah, gross. Yeah. Man, sorry, soups. Hey, you want to see who you're going to learn about today? Yes, please. Great. So this is what I'm going to do. Katie, I'm going to show you a picture. Yeah. And you're going to tell me who you think this is. Okay. And what you think their powers are. Oh, hot dog. Okay, hot dog. Okay, hot dog. <laughs> oh. Oh. Wowza. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm going to be straight up about this, guys. His head is a television. Okay. His head's a television. He's got like three different outfits on. At the same time? Yes. Okay. One is that of a king. Mm -hmm. One is that of, I think it's literally Prince Charming from Cinderella. Right. And then there's a lot of sashes. There's a lot of like... (laughs) It's like old world meets new. Yeah. It's very... um, Yeah, collision of worlds, huh? When worlds collide. when worlds collide. Power Man 5000. Yeah, he's got a globe Mm. that he's holding, and one of these are pointing or leaning on here. Okay. And then in this other picture, he's just wearing that Prince Charming sash fabulousness, and he's got just a duffel bag. Okay. You know, it's very couture. Okay, sure, yeah. These outfits are very couture. Yeah, so he's working it. They're very intentional. He is working it. It's uh, It's expensive, probably. It's very expensive. It's rich. It's royal. Well, hey, who who is this? Prince McCorkle. (laughs) (laughs) Prince McCorkle. (laughs) Prince McCorkle. Now, I got a question. Is Prince's first name or is it a title? It is a title. Okay, great. So is McCorkle one full name? And if so, is it the last or the first name? It's the first name. Okay, McCorkle. Got mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Prince McCorkle. Great. Do you want to know what his last name is? Oh, absolutely. Tea Tree. <laughs> okay, so Prince McCorkle Tea Tree. Yeah. Of the a... Tea Tree family, I, I uh, Of the Tea Tree. Tea yeah. Tree family. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so what does Prince McCorkle do? Not only is he royal, but he's a businessman. Oh, sure. I get that because of the couture. Couture. His couture outfits. Yeah. He makes a lot of money. Okay. He loves fashion. Who doesn't, you know? Yeah. He loves fashion. He loves fashion week. I'll tell you about that. (laughs) It's his favorite week of the year. Is that his business? Is fashion his business? Yes. So he's kind of like Will Ferrell's character in Zoolander. Oh, (laughs) shit. Magatu? Yeah, Mugatu. McCorkle and Magatu. McCorkle and Magatu, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what's the business? The business is clothes. Right. You know, he's greedy. Yeah. So he's not a good guy. Oh, no, he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy, but he looks like a good guy because he's a charmer, right? He yeah. wears all the right clothes. His power. Yeah, please. He puts like robots and like tracking things in clothes. Oh. So he's not into like taking over the world, right? Yeah, no. He doesn't need that kind of a thing, but he's there to help other bigger villains. Oh, they like hire him out. Hire him out to track 
you know, the money. Right. Where Where's the money going? How can I get that? And then also, like, they put tiny little robots. <laughs> so if a big or bad guy wants some, like, evil done, yeah. but they want them to look really fucking good while they do it, they'll call him a corkle. They'll call him a corkle. Yeah. A corkle and company. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing we should talk about, <laughs> he doesn't have a head. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he, it's a TV. It's a TV. Yeah. It's a database. Okay. So great. So he keeps track of all the good guys and where all the good money is. And then he gives that information to the bigger guys. But the, his heart. Yeah. What about? Yeah. He's in fashion though. He just kind of does it to get by. And, and maybe there's like a daddy issue there. Where he just kind of took over the evil business, evil fashion business. Well, um, he wasn't accepted by his family. Well, that's why McCorkle and company. And company, not McCorkle and son. No. Or McCorkle's son. Well, he, that's his first that's name. That's his so, first name, though. So. You know, so that's why he started. He branched out. He branched out. He wanted his own thing, and he's happy with that, and he's satisfied. Has he got a lover? Yeah. Oh, good. He's uh, He's got a male lover. Yeah, duh. He's gay, and he's proud of it, and he loves it. And is the lover, I mean, tell me about this person. It's on and off, you know. Not serious. It's not serious. He lets his business get in the way sometimes, and he doesn't give his lover, Jared, the attention that he needs. (laughs) Yeah. God, Jared. He's basically like the Stedman to McCorkle's Oprah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. He's never going to get- He's never going to get the wedding ring. His business gets in the way, and it's- Yeah, and he loves the attention, the yeah. evil fashion business attention. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, how does he have the time for all that? He works like 70 hours a week. That's <laughs> yeah. why he doesn't have time for his lover. That's why he doesn't have a head. That's why he doesn't have a head. He lost his head. He lost his head. <laughs> hey, you want to know who this really is? Yeah, I do. So this person's real name, are you ready? I'm ready. Is Prince Robot the Fourth? Okay. I mean, that's the first time you got a part of a name. That is the first time I got part of a name. Fuck yeah, dude. What a name. What a name. Is it a name? What's in a name? It's just a bunch of nouns. It's not really a name. It's mouth noises that tell you what you are, and his is Prince Robot the Fourth, huh? (laughs) Yeah. So Prince Robot the Fourth is not a Marvel or a DC character. Okay. He is standalone. He is in Image Comics. Is this our first Image Comics? No, we had Adam Eve. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. And he is in the comic saga, which is still ongoing. Oh, right. So there's not going to be any spoilies. No spoilies. The quick story is it's so crazy. People describe it as Lord of the Rings meets Star Wars. However the hell you can do that. Okay. And basically a planet called Landfall and its moon called Wreath have been at war for as long as anyone remembers. Mm-hmm. And Landfall is people with weapons and a whole bunch of tech and they have wings and wreath is all magical beings oh so they have spells and stuff and basically marco and alana are two enemies mm-hmm. fall in love mm-hmm. and have a child together and oh. they're the main characters so prince robot yeah he's a bad guy and uh we'll get into more of how he gets involved in here but you want to get some powers first yeah So he's, I mean, besides having a fucking TV face, he hasn't got a ton of stuff, but he has on his monitor head subliminal messaging via his TV face, which shows images matching his feelings and thoughts, Mm. but can also be used to threaten or even mind control people. Sure. 
So he'll be saying something and he almost like can't not show his emotions like on the TV screen might be like a nuclear bomb when he's oh, getting really angry. Sure. So he wears his heart on his sleeve. Basically. He wears his heart on his face, you know, <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. just right there, you know. So he will be looking at people and he'll be like, no, you do want to do this. And there might be a little swirl, you know, the little like do 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 do. Do those swirly things work? I don't know. It does with Prince fucking hell. Yeah. Prince Robot the fourth. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. He also has metamorphosis, which means he has the ability to shapeshift his right arm into a motherfucking cannon. What? Yeah. So he'd be like, Mega Man, bitch. Yeah, that's some Mega Man stuff. From that cannon, he has energy projection. Oh. So he will send blasts that however strong he wants. It could just like wound you or it can puncture a fucking hole in your chest. Okay. So he's all about it. He has, so he has a gun whenever he wants. Hot. Hot. Hot gun. You want to bio on Prince Robot the Fourth? I mean, I guess so. If he's not a real person, like this is the first person that's like not real. He's a person. Listen, this world is buck fucking wild. Buck fucking wild. Yeah, just yes and the hell out of this series because he's a person with a robot head. So when he gets injured, he's bleeding out and can die, and it's all blue like oil Got and it. blue blood okay, and stuff. Okay. So he is a prince from the robot kingdom, which sides with Landfall, the people with all the uh, the gadgets and the wings. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, yeah. And he served in the military and almost died getting a sneak attack and was blown up and was bleeding out all over the place. Thank you for your service. Thank you for service. But he, he was kind of a dick. He was saved by a hamster. That's true. A little hamster medic. A little hamster medic? A hamster medic. medic. Yeah, he was just kind of like... Was it a little hamster? It was, it was probably like up to his shins. Yeah, like an alien hamster. Yeah, alien. I mean, we're all aliens in this one. We're all, we're all aliens in this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He went back home when he was hurt, and he retired, and he started a family. Yeah? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a forced wedding, I believe. So um. it was with someone. But he was still trying to be happy. But it wasn't before long that he was then sent on a mission from the king, from his papa, uh-huh. to find and capture the main characters, because they believed that if two enemies could fall in love, it could mean peace, and everyone's benefiting, especially the royals are benefiting from this war. So they don't want it to end ever. Right, right. So he's got to go kill them. He's got to go kill him. Oh. Yeah. And they're pretty cool. Oh, and they got a baby. I got a little baby. You showed me the cover. Yeah. She's, got, she's like breastfeeding the baby on the cover. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. So here, here's a fucking crazy fact in his bio. Mm. He gets injured in the story and it reboots him to where he's in this weird fog and he just kind of doesn't know what to do. Yeah. And so in that fog, he goes to a planet of prostitutes called Sextillion. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Listening now? Yeah. <laughs> come on in. Hey, come on into the sex time talk. To the prostitute planet. Come <laughs> yeah. on in. Anything and everything you could desire is on Sextillion. Really? Oh, yeah. It gets weird, dude. So in this mission, he gets kind of jostled, he right? He jostled, right? Yeah, yeah. And so he wakes up and he's foggy. So he decides he wants to... Go get some? Go get some. But he's got a baby on the way, too. Oh. So he's going, he's... say, are they monogamous? They are supposed to be. It's royalty. It's a royal... That's sure. another little prince, you sure, know? Sure, yeah, and yeah. He's going to go have sex with creatures from all over the galaxy. Oh, it's not just robots. Oh, no. Please, God, no. Let's not get confused. Sextillion is every type of creature in this entire universe there to just get their freak on with whatever. Dude, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Let's do this. When he comes to his senses, he returns home and finds that his wife has been murdered. It's his fault. Oh, it's his fault. And his baby was kidnapped as well. Oh. I know. Don't you hate when that happens, though? 
kids get taken. Like in these stories? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like in fairy tales in general, people just like take kids. They're just cool with like, and she was in the tower. Yeah, but let's back up. How did she get there? Oh, uh, just someone took her. It's not a big deal. Someone took her. Uh, yeah, yeah. From her no, family? Uh, from her family? I don't care if they're three little fairies that are different colors and they sing all nice and they're really sweet. She shouldn't be living in the forest with three little weird aunts. Too many forests. Forests aren't for kids. No, no. no. Kids aren't for forests, honestly. Kids aren't for forests. No, they hate them. They're the last thing that belongs in a forest, if you think about it very quickly. Ah! Ah! (laughs) He then chases the main characters again, only to find his son, which he then gets, and he kills his son's kidnapper, and even makes a tenuous alliance with the two main characters that he was trying to kill in the first place. Did they help him get his son back? In a way, it was so many different storylines, and then they crossed. He was like, you know what? Fuck this. My son is gone. My wife is dead. I'm going to get my honor back. Mm. Because he was even, I think, told he wasn't a prince anymore. Like, fuck you. You failed. And so he was like, fine, I'm going to go prove that I'm enough, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to go find these people and bring in. So they have to make me a prince again. Right. And then he comes across them and the person who has his son, and he blasts that mother F with his hand cannon. Oh, yeah, good. And then he's like, got my kid evil or good you shouldn't take kids no no kid no 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 even good intentions don't take kids even young robots don't take little young robots no 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 robot babies with a tiny little robot tv face it's very adorable it's cute you know they make them with big screens so you don't eat them yeah Mm -hmm. so you don't eat them that's why babies are so adorable so you don't eat them is that real? That is real. It's like a primal thing. No. Yeah, so you don't eat them or leave them. I refuse to believe cute is a caveman thing where it's like, oh, cute, so must not kill or eat. Yeah, well, think about how cute babies are. I mean, some you could eat, though. A lot of animals do eat their young. Well, they're probably not cute. I mean, you see, like, baby birds, like, goddamn. Or baby food. I think that's gross. What's weird to me is the idea of baby food grosses me out. It's like, Matt, it's literally squash and pumpkin. I'm like, uh, 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 no. But it's in a tiny jar. It's in a tiny Ah. jar. The face is on it. And a really small spoon. Why didn't you give me the small spoon? It's not even a spoon. It barely holds anything. Do you remember those little ice cream things that you'd get and you'd get like a piece of cardboard to like eat it? Oh my God. <laughs> oh, the taste just shot into my face and down my spine. Yeah. Oh, everyone listening knows what you're talking about. Yeah. And they're tasting it right now. I'm going to make it so much worse. You pulled it back, yeah. the top back, and you uh-huh. scooped in and it looks good. It's yeah. real good. It's vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, whatever you want. Yeah. And then you put it in your mouth. If you were smart, you'd flip it upside down last second. Yeah. So that's all you got. But guess what? You then suckled on it, and then you got that wood taste that that's wood? scraped across your lips. Yeah. And you're like, oh. It's not my good. My anus is clenched so tight right now. It's not great, but it reminds me of summer days, you know? I'd rather just, like, gulp it out of the cup. i just, like, lick it out of if the you, cup. Well, yeah, if you were lucky enough that it was, like, a little melting. I would do that uh, uh, thing where I'm just like, uh, we ate ice cream off of a hell spoon a stick a hell stick i can tell you that he at one point becomes addicted to narcotics oh wow and then when he does them he gets naked and touches his robo willy <laughs> katie and i have not stopped making eye contact <laughs> since i've said that and we're going to maintain it for the foreseeable future robo willy robo willy 
you found those words on the internet? I definitely thought that was better than saying masturbates <laughs> for some reason. And so Robo Willie is your idea? Yeah, it wasn't totally me. It I was, was you. I take full responsibility. For Robo Willie. Well, it's not the worst thing you could do on high on narcotics. No. He's not violent. He does get a bit violent, though. He's kind of like if people come in, he's like, get the fuck out! They're like, put your dick away if you're going to yell. Robo Willie. God, he was swinging it around. Talk about a hand cannon. It wasn't the metamorphosis one, you know? It was a different kind of blast. It was his dick. It was his it dick was, was what dick. I was saying. Because I was saying different penis blast. was in his hand. So Saga and Prince Robot the Fourth had some real controversy at one point in the real world. Oh, yeah? Why? In one panel, Prince Robot's face screen depicts two men having sex, and it's a thought of some kind. Oh. And certain online comic distribution apps banned it for a while, and then the internet verbally grabbed their pitchforks and called absolute bullshit. Yeah. Saga having had plenty of hetero and even asexual sex scenes, but two guys doing sexual stuff was too much, apparently. That's dumb. I mean, comic books are so sexual. They got so much shit. It was like a guy giving another guy a blowjob, I think, and people were just... You had an entire sex planet of people fucking in, I believe, a two-page spread. But showing a guy doing something to another dude was unacceptable. So... Was he... I think it just popped in. I think he... just pop, He was just thinking, just playing around? He was just thinking, you know. Just hopping channels? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People uh, think about it. That's great. You know? Sure, yeah, of yeah, course. And sometimes it reads on your face. I hope it's not on my face when I think about it. Oh, yeah. It'll... Well, oh, I see it. Damn. There it is again. Damn it. Yeah, I know. So that's it for Prince Robot the Fourth. You got any questions about him? I know he's a bad guy, but he sounds so human and he sounds like he's been through a lot and I feel for him. And the fact that he has the ability to feel for the main characters in this that he's supposed to be going after. Yeah. The fact that he can kind of put stuff aside a little bit and for himself so he can redeem himself. Like, yeah. I think that's kind of heroic. I've never seen a character like this, I don't think, where he's such an asshole, he would just kill people. It's like, fuck you. It's basically, you see an extreme version of this or a very low level version of this of like Homelander and the boys. You never know what he's going to do and right. he's so evil but then this is the middle ground and it's such good writing yeah i'm telling you it's one of the best comics out there mm -hmm. and he's so complicated and he loves his son and he starts to understand these people and why they are trying to flee just to protect their child oh i see yeah and he gets it i was gonna say why did you decide to share prince robot the fourth with me today Again, I think he's very complicated. I think that he makes a lot of mistakes. And there are a lot of things in today's world that where it's like if you make a single mistake, you're fucking crucified. Mm -hmm. You almost can't do that. Yeah. And this guy is literally in war and has the highest stakes imaginable. Yeah. And he starts to make up for them. And him redeeming himself in the story, even though he's done unspeakable things, even to the characters and stuff. He has a really complex moral compass. Absolutely. And it, what it really all comes down to is his father the king didn't give him time and he wanted to be enough it's always about that isn't it it pretty much daddy issues you know yeah that's really cool again i know that he's evil but kind of like him cool little fun fact is the king his head is a giant fucking plasma screen like 10 oh. times bigger than his body does his screen also show everything he's feeling too or, or is that specific to no to that race it does that to the race oh, but i don't okay. know if it shows that in the comic but i think it does as well it's pretty cool 
That's really cool. But yeah, that's it about Prince Robot the Fourth, huh? Ah, cool. I mean, I'm so glad to explore more of Image comic stuff. You know? Yeah, they got a lot of great stuff. stuff. I'm excited to get some more stuff in there. Well, hey, Kate, is there something you want to just like tap into my head computer screen? You know, I know we're talking a lot about robots and technology, but uh-huh. I want to get a little spiritual with you. Yeah, let's get there. Let's get in our hearts and our souls. Matt, what do you think happens when we die? Okay, I know the answer to this. There's no right or wrong. No, there there is, because if you're wrong, you go go where it's hot. (laughs) I grew up in a Christian household, evangelical, like talking in tongues, where you're basically spelling Coca-Cola. That is bonkers to me. And you like saw that in church? Oh, yeah. And there were people were like falling backwards and shit and laying hands. So, you know, do your thing. Not knocking whatever you believe. To answer your question, I think there is something out there, but I would say... We probably have energy that goes into another being. Well, I'd say reincarnation yeah. is a big thing. I don't know what happens in between. Sure. But if I were to be so bold, I would say it'd probably be more like Hinduism, I believe, where it's sure. on like the, I believe it's the samsara, the wheel of life, where you kind of mm-hmm. see how well you, were you good? Were you loving? Were you intentionally pure? Yeah. And then you get to go and have a better life than the last one you had. Yeah. That's really, really cool. Yeah, I think so. You've not ever seen What Dreams May Come, have With you? With Robin Williams? Yeah. With the paints and stuff? Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Scary. I think. I you think, think it's they, something like that? I think, it, I think it's something like that. So what we're going to talk about today, I'm just going to tell you how each kind of major religion thinks happens after we die. Okay. I'm here for it. The first one is Hinduism. These are just some very basic facts. This is not an all-encompassing list of each religion, but it's kind of just a very, very super basic. Yeah, I'd say if you want some real depth. In general, you didn't come to this podcast, but if you want religious <laughs> yeah. depth, I'm sure there are maybe one or two out there you can listen to. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Give you more insight. Exactly. So Hinduism, they believe that fire is a way to communicate with gods. So when they die, it is usually proper to burn the body. After death, it's the ultimate sacrifice. And for them, there's no hell. There's no heaven. Most souls find a new body and they start a new life. Great. Reincarnation. Like immediately. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, right? I I wonder if there's like a Pokemon style of like, here are the ones you get to choose from. Like, Oh, well, that guy's looking weird. She's looking really smart and cool. I might go for her. You know, I like the idea that you don't necessarily see the life you're going to have. Like if you've died and your soul is in some big collective consciousness somewhere and you're going to go pick your next thing. Right. I'd like to think that it's more like I want to learn these specific lessons. Sure. I want to learn what it's like to be like this. Or I get that. So yeah, I'd like to believe that. In Islam, when you die, it's basically you have a big judgment day. And basically they're judged whether or not they're going to be sent to a place called paradise. Fun. It's not heaven, but it's paradise, which I also really like. Or consigned to hell. So Mm. similar to Christianity a little bit in terms of the places. You know what I mean? Yes. In Buddhism, the body dies and disappears, but the mind goes on. Where? The most (laughs) pot. Well, the most positive type of rebirth is pure enlightenment. So basically being free of all suffering, all despair, all negative imprints. So you just kind of become thought? You kind of become become light, light. basically, yeah. Energy and light. 
And the second best possible rebirth is a human rebirth because it gives you another opportunity to find enlightenment. Yeah, I heard that. As long as you come back as a human, you still made the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah, human yeah. team. Everybody gets a trophy, you know? I mean, I would love to be a cat all the time watching this one. God, what a wonderful life. But I want to be a I mean, so many more fun things to do. She does four things all day, and three of them involve bodily fluids coming out of her. I think that might be enlightenment. I think. (laughs) She's like the most enlightened person I've ever met. Yeah. In Judaism, there's a lot of talk about the soul and a lot of emphasis on the soul or what they call neshama. The soul lives forever, but the body is on borrowed time. Okay. So they don't necessarily believe in hell, but the soul goes on to heaven. But there's a big emphasis on living on in the form of memories of the people who survive you. Cool. Yeah. That's beautiful. It's very beautiful. And then we all know what goes on with Christianity. Ah, well, you touch the same genitalia, you're going to hell forever. And uh, you can't eat past midnight or you're going to multiply and turn evil and you don't get water on you. And Better you know, not wear condom. Condoms are evil. Condoms are evil. And if you're too much of a target, the predator will come out of space and start hunting you. And, uh-huh. uh, he would, you know, and you got Arnold Schwarzenegger put the mud on you and fight him till he turns into a nuclear bomb. It's, uh, you know, I didn't make up Christianity. So yeah, right, I didn't right. make up the rules. I know. That was my Christian character who was Southern, if you didn't get that. <laughs> who compared Arnold Schwarzenegger to Jesus. I, I, a little bit. A little bit. But I was reading this article. I thought this was really interesting. Christianity largely comes from a grief response because of Jesus dying. A lot of it's about Jesus dying yeah. and like how we handle that, right? Right. It's to acknowledge what has been lost mm-hmm. and then we assign that loss to another dimension, basically, so that the community can then reconnect with what is currently living. Interesting. So it's almost like we kind of put it away. We like go, so they were here and now they're over there. We're going to grieve and we're going to be sad about it. But but then that's what brings us all together is our collective grieving and what we have now. And we basically do it ceremonially with like funerals and memorials like that of a resurrection. And it all comes back around. It all comes back around. Yeah. I love religion in general. And I think that what's really beautiful is we're all kind of living and believing a lot of the same things in theory of love and love each other and, mm-hmm. and stuff. And yeah, what happens when we die? God, will we ever know? Who cares? Let's fuck, just party it up, dude. Live your life, guys. That's my message today. Live your life to the fullest, whatever that means to you. Yeah, do that damn thing. Have a blast, because guess what? One day you'll be dead. All religions got that right, huh? We gonna die. We gonna die. That's what they know. Well, that's pretty crazy, and I love that. And, uh, you know, what do you think happens to us when we die, Katie? I think we go to like a cute little blue happy planet and like it's like souls and light and love and yeah and then we're all like cool and it's like a big ass party and then they're like hey cool did you want to hang out with us or do you want to go back like what's either way it's cool because we'll be waiting for you when you get back and you won't know we're here but every time you come back it's a surprise Surprise party. party we'll wear our hats our death hats yeah well, hey, I think that's going to do it for us, huh? Yeah, I think, huh? Well, that's so great, huh? Huh. My name is Matthew McLachlan. My name is Katie Sexton. And you have been Comic, Comic Booked. Booked. Spooky. To heaven.